Hey, I'm Stevie. What's up? I'm Monty J. And you're listening to the Bookshelf Boyfriends podcast. Where we take a deep dive with your favorite contemporary romance authors. Asking them questions about everything from their writing process to their reading habits, plus so much more. Join us as we help you find your next Bookshelf Boyfriend. What's up, bookworms? We're back. Hey guys, what's up? It's MJ. Hope everybody's having a lovely Monday or whenever the fuck this thing came out, comes out. Have a great day. Hope it was fantastic. I'm trying to um, think of when we posted the last episode. It's been a minute. It was last year. <laughs> I'm not surprised. It's okay. Been on a on a on a break. A little bit. Look, people were tired. I think people sometimes forget that we don't get paid to do this podcast. <laughs> we do it strictly for fun. I know, right? And a lot of work, a lot of work goes in behind all this. I'm just saying. On top of MJ writing a book and me working as a PA and having a PR company. There's no surprise that I had a mental breakdown yesterday. It's fine. I've been having a mental breakdown every day of so far into 2022. So 2022 has not been great for me. So basically, as soon as I finish this book, which will be tonight, that's my 2022. That's my New Year's. <laughs> Countdown to the past New Year's. The past 10 days have not counted. They don't exist in my life. Well, in other news, you can now go vote on uh, on our Instagram stories for your favorites of 2021. Um, I, I, I haven't decided how we're going to tell people who won yet. I think maybe we'll do a live next week or something. I haven't decided yet. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um. Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll figure that one out. Other than that, MJ hasn't been reading because she's been locked away. I haven't, so I literally have nothing to talk about except for the fact that I am an emotional trash panda, a physical trash panda. Everything about me is a disaster right now. I have nothing in order, so like, don't don't even pay attention to me at all. So I. I don't remember what I said I read last but I'll just say it again I read Willa Nash's Christmas brother holiday brother series that was fun so good um I finished Claire Kingsley's Jetty Beach series that was good um I'm- I have so many Oh, go ahead sorry go I'm reading not so not a, a not so meet cute by Megan Quinn it's a rom-com it was a mm-hmm. book recommendation so if anybody's read it let me know that's about it I literally have so many like sh- things that I need to fucking read right um that I'm super excited to read like I have been given arcs by people um Cassie, oh, for the podcast just so you know because people are probably sending you ones. <laughs> probably that too but CL Ma- it's my first read after I finish this CL Matthews aka Cassie aka the most amazing cover designer in the world sent me um music lights and never afters which is her standalone taboo rock star romance um and when I tell you I'm so fucking excited to read this you have literally no idea no idea so i'll keep you updated on how that goes but other than that for me it's been about if you got the book saber fair by autumn key um it's pnr that's for the podcast (laughs) awesome awesome (laughs) she sent it i just saw the message today because it was in our uh in our other box she said i'll send it can be read as a standalone and i'll be sending it to mj (laughs) sometimes i forget that we do that like on our floor 
so randomly pot like arcs will show up on our on our kindles and we're like um i don't know where this is from especially because i don't blog anymore so i don't really get a lot of arcs unless i get them from friends Mm -hmm. so that's really all i got all right well i'm gonna go ahead and read the um I was going to say I was going to read the the bio for the author, the lovely author that we have coming on, but uh, my, I can't, she don't have one. It's fine. She's from Baltimore, guys. She's from where I'm from. Wait, listen, I got to find this shit. Hold up. Let me look it up on Amazon. I know it's on Amazon because I looked it up last night. I should have copied and pasted it. I'm sorry. I slapped. It's not. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Natasha, what the fuck did I say? <laughs> Natasha Bishop is an indie contemporary romance author who likes to write about everyday heroes who are a bit haunted and heroines who are sweet, sassy, and a little bit badassy. She grew up in Baltimore, Maryland, and has been writing for as long as she can remember. She got her start in elementary school when she wrote a short story that won a national award. The story has included the story also included terrible stick figures because while she she's good with words, she's not good at any kind of drawing. When she started pursuing writing as a career, she wanted to write romance novels because she loves to highlight couples who conquer emotional t- turmoil together and have fun along the way. She's a big fan of books, tacos, traveling, and day drinking. She claims to love coffee, but really, she's just a caffeine addict who loves creamer. When she's not chasing her next story, she's probably being bossed around by her adorable dog or planning her next trip. So let's go on over and chat more with Miss Natasha Bishop. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bookshelf Boyfriends podcast. Natasha Bishop, welcome, welcome. Woo, thanks for having me. Yeah, I know. AKA, I called called her Natty B on a live. (laughs) (laughs) Which I was like, I'm from Baltimore, so that's It it makes sense because there is a beer called Natty Bell here. Yep. I exactly I think I have a gift of giving people nicknames I think I have a gift. you do <laughs> first but of all I'm we were just talking ex- to Kristen Turnage yeah yeah and you guys were all on that live and I was talking to you guys and came I was like calling her K money and you guys were like I want K money that's <laughs> I was like that's her nickname <laughs> oh, so. I love it all right, so basically Natty B will now be Natasha Bishop. I have to I have to preface with everybody. Stevie's the only person I don't have a nickname for because Stevie's just kind of short, sweet to the point. And like but everybody else <laughs> Technically like, you call me wise out on certain things. Oh, I do, I do. But I have so many nicknames for people that when I'm talking like publicly, people are like, Who the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> this is the nickname. <laughs> That I've given this first. Oh um, god! Yeah, that. So we're super excited to have you on and get to chatting about your books and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stevie, are you wanting? Are we? You didn't highlight the ones that I'm doing, the ones that you're doing. So do you want me to start or you to start? You start because I have a sore throat today. Okay, sounds so, good. <laughs> we're just gonna let yeah, you rock in the trash can today. <laughs> Look, All right. there is a COVID outbreak in Baltimore City. Most people already know this. Schools are shut down. Mm. And the kids have all infested me with COVID. So there's 10 ways this could go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anything's possible. I know, right? So we're going to start about you released your debut series, Lost and Found, this past August. Congratulations. Thank um, you. Book one is titled Where We Found Our Home, which I love this title. The cover, that man is delicious. Okay. I know. I know. So hot. Loved it. Okay. You need to find him on Instagram if you have it. I absolutely will. Don't even play games with me. I absolutely will. (laughs) Um, And I think what I really liked about this cover is, you know, like, I'm, you know, you're used to seeing like the hot guy and, you know, like with his, you know, sexy body or whatever. But I really liked that this is up close and personal with their faces. I was like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. It's like he's got a he's got a nice face. Let's focus this on it. Lovely. <laughs> Love it. So without giving any spoilers, what can readers expect from you know this story? So this first one in the series is actually a romantic suspense. It's the only one of the five that the series will be that is a romantic suspense. The rest are yeah. just contemporary. 
Um, so you're gonna see some creepiness. Um, there is a, a villain in the story. Oh. You'll get some of him going on. Uh, you won't like him, but yeah, he's not like a <laughs> villain you like. <laughs> um, so like gotta be specific here because I, I like him more. I know. Right. Like he's not morally gray. He's not the one you're like. Ooh, he's like no, no, we don't like him. <laughs> yeah, 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 no go. Um, and then you're gonna have a lot of. I focused a lot in this whole series on found family. You know, your family not always being the ones you're born to, but the ones you create. There's a big found family vibe in this this story specifically because the heroine relocates from Baltimore uh, mm -hmm. to Texas, running away from said villain. So she finds herself in a whole new family. I love a found family story. I like mm -hmm. those are my favorites. You know. And Me too. I, think that, I think it's a lot to do with the fact that I have found family, you know, like Me too. there's something just so beautiful about people that you're not like tethered to by blood, but choose to like mm -hmm. love that deeply, no matter what, it's just something like, you're not bound to love that person or care about that person or do anything for that person by yep. anything, but you do it because you care about them. And there's something very beautiful about that. I know I loved it I, I loved writing the bond especially between the the women in the story they have they form a tight bond and I love that I love strong female friendships in books. oh my god me too I have this part oh my god listen this is like if book four which won't come out till 2023 so everybody just calm their tits okay but <laughs> I have literally I have a I have a line written for book four because like three of the girls are already like in a group right so she's the fourth mm -hmm. and I literally have this line where it's like have you never watched the craft ho because you're our fourth like what are you talking about like <laughs> you know like it's just that's I love like, that that's what I think about when I think about that it's like you're looking for your your people and I love that yes so, all right Stevie God, love them. go ahead take oh my god I have a blister on my foot go ahead so what surprised you most about write when uh when writing where we found our home I almost made that a tongue twister <laughs> um so actually the villain that I spoke about there are chapters from his perspective in the book Ooh, I love um, that. oh I like when people do I that know, and it's so that, rare and I had so much fun with it, but those caught me off guard because they were not in my original version. Mm -hmm. I um, sent them for all the editing and we were like about to send it for formatting, finishing it up. And I was like, it really feels like it's missing something. And then they were like, um, what if you wrote from the villain's perspective? And the <laughs> what they suggested was not at all what I did. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what happened. I started writing from his perspective and I was like, I might be a little psycho, but I like this. <laughs> so his chapters caught me way off guard, but I love them. If you ever like come to the dark side and start writing dark romance, every single day oh, you question your sanity. You're like, am I crazy? Am, do I love <laughs> You know, like, it's like, Oh, oh yeah God. you know it's, like when they say like oh if you're in a room with like 25 people one of them is a psychopath and if you can't figure out who it is it's probably you and so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like looking around the rooms now and I'm like oh it's definitely me because I could kill all of you and probably get away with it right now like I know I could. <laughs> it's just yeah question I question my like my morals and my sanity every single I know. day it's really well, funny I'm that already you like said that, that because I watch Oh, sorry, go. Sorry. You guys went at the same time and then like you cut nope. out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm already like that because I watch a lot of like the ID channel, listen to serial killer podcasts. So I'm already like, I know how I could kill you and get away with it. Absolutely. But like re reading dark romance, I went to my boyfriend and I was like, you know, reading dark romance has taught me some things about myself. And he's like, do tell. And I'm like, no, I don't mean like that. I mean, like, I might be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like mentally, I might have a problem, you know? All right, see, what were you saying? Yeah, but no, it's funny that you got, that we you brought this up because I was on Facebook earlier and Rachel Lee actually posted a screenshot of comments that she was getting on her TikTok about how you don't realize the type of mind that an author has and what they're capable of. And it's a scary place. And she was like, yeah, she yeah. goes, meanwhile, over on TikTok, I'm not going to argue my, that my mind is a scary place. It is. It totally is. 
I was talking to my partner about like the end of this book and I was, you know, telling him how I was going to wrap it up and, you know, you know, all of that stuff. And I was like, and boom, that's how they get away with it. And he was like, that's smart. And I was like, yeah, don't fuck with me. Like I, <laughs> I will, I will, I can get away with it. Don't even. And I'll, and I'll like quiet your on everything. Like, don't, don't mess with me. I mean, I'll feel bad so, about it, but I will do it. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't, don't, don't push me. So book, <laughs> book two in this series just came out last month, which is on my Kindle right now. But, you know, I have no time to, to read at the moment. But as soon I as I it. finish it, I I I'm going to get it. So it's on my Kindle. <laughs> and what, like, oh, I just lost that fucking question, like 100%. Okay, there it is. Okay, last month, which is called Where We Found Our Heart. And this is Isaiah and Nina's story. Did I pronounce characters right? Because I fucking mm-hmm. suck at that. Okay, cool. So what was your favorite part of writing their love story? Um, So theirs was a surprise pregnancy story. uh, Oh, my favorite. I don't have any kids. (laughs) (laughs) That is a trope that I did not think I would write, but that's how they came to me. I had so much fun with it. I don't have any kids. So the amount of research I had to put into pregnancy (laughs) was ridiculous. (laughs) But I just really... (laughs) I just really liked writing their banter. They have uh, known each other for some time because she is the boss slash friend of Sierra from book one. And Isaiah is the younger brother of Lincoln from book one. So they already know each other. They've been circling each other. So I liked writing that banter, them finally breaking that tension. Yeah. That's like my favorite thing is the banter between two characters. I love a good younger brother. You know, like- I, you know, like when people write those series is about like, I saw this thing and it was like the worst thing that, that romance books ever tried to make me believe was that there were people out there with old ass brothers that were as hot as they were. Like, you know, like there's, <laughs> there's these whole families of like six brothers and they're all sexy as hell. You know? And they're all ridiculously hot. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but there's something I really like, I feel like everybody's like, oh, the older brother's it. He's always like, you know, he's the protector or whatever. And then you have those middle mm-hmm. brothers that are great too, but there's something about a younger brother, like the younger one. I'm always like, I don't know. There's someone out there. They're like, they're like either like super playful, like those golden retrievers that are like super like, <laughs> playboy you know like always like spitting game at you or whatever and like trying to like you know whatever but or they could also be like the ones that are like really damaged so I love a good younger brother I that's love it. him Isaiah he's the jokester he's like class oh clown. see yes. they're always that one because <laughs> yep, they're always yep. the butt end of the joke in their home like they're always the ones mm-hmm. getting on the most sounds like oh, my yeah. brother and he's like the bait he's not younger younger but he's the baby yeah. so Lincoln's older and they have two older sisters so he's the baby baby yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I like the ba- I like that one. That that one's always catches me off guard. <laughs> All right, see we go. So, can readers expect expect to see more from the characters of Lost and Found in the future? Yeah, I. Uh, so the the series it's going to be a book of five. Mm-hmm. Um, and the heroes are all this one group of guy friends. So it's Lincoln, his brother Isaiah, and then three friends. So you'll see all of them throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decided, <laughs> I mean, I decided, so I guess I'm committing by saying it right now. <laughs> in my <laughs> in my newsletter, I was going to start doing like holiday check-ins with all the characters. <gasps> um, so like Ooh. Valentine's Day, I'll send out special chapters about one of the couples. Yeah, I guess I'm committing to that now by saying it. So yeah, we'll continue seeing them. That's going to be so cute. It's going to be like the holiday, the movie, you know, like you're just checking in on them on these holidays, seeing them. Nope. <laughs> I, dude, St. Patty's is going to be the best because somebody's got to be like shit face hammered, like at a bar. Like it's, oh yeah. So I love that. Those are, I know I'm excited. So if lost in, okay. Well, oh my God. Are you giving me this question, CV? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. She's giving me this question. So if Lost and Found, the series was to become a movie slash TV show, who would you cast in the relief roles and why? <laughs> oh, I have thought about this. Okay, cool. Uh, enough, I have actually thought about this. <laughs> I have actually planned it out. Well, um, I'm not the guys, because usually I just rely, since this series I'm using guys as the cover, I just want to picture them as the guy. Yeah. Um, 
because I haven't thought about like casting the guys, but I do have all the girls. Oh my God. Yeah. Cast. I love that. Um, I have for Sierra, there's an actress slash singer. Her name's Coco Jones. I don't know why, but she is who I picture as my Sierra. My Sierra Ooh. has a sleeve of tattoos and this actress does not, but oh makeup. She's so pretty. <laughs> she is she's exactly who i picture as my sierra is it like the short hair or the long hair moment we're going with long because okay. she has braids my character has braids oh my god i love it oh my god i love it she's so pretty and then my uh my nina i picture is jennifer hudson Woo! oh my god i love me I, <laughs> I love her oh my god i have such a good crush I on that i love one. her I love she is exactly who I picture for her. That's a good cast. I know. Yeah, I even have like for later on the other books and side characters. I thought about all this. This is a first. This is a first because normally we get yelled at and we're told that they that authors hate this questions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, especially because like I'm not great at describing like the intricate details of how somebody looks. And so I usually pick who I would cast them as and then I literally will look at them when I'm writing scenes of how they look and I'm like, yep, that's how they look. <laughs> you can literally take some of mine because I'll spend eight paragraphs, eight chapters trying to describe somebody's face <laughs> for no no reason, no reason. Like, it's just like they have one freckle to the left side located right below their people. Like, <laughs> I oh my God. I'll lay down to a T. <laughs> I'm so ridiculously. <laughs> I love I've learned, that though. I've learned that there, as I've grown as a writer, you'll see throughout the span of my books that I've learned that you, there are ways to structure these sentences and words you can use where you don't have to yeah. be so lengthy with it. Where like you can say like one word and people are like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Like when mm-hmm. I say like sunken eyes, you think Pete Davidson, you know, like that, like people. You know what I, you know what I'm talking about? Like, oh my God, guys who have that sunken eye, they look like they're high all the time. Is I, I there's something about it that I just love. But yeah, so like you know what I'm talking like that kind of thing. But yeah, I I will spend mm-hmm. hours upon hours doing that shit for no reason. It's like Jesus, they don't need to know like the 90 degree angle of their nose shape. I'm all about it though. <laughs> but that's how I do it. I will pull up whatever celebrity I picked, and I'm like, yeah, that's what her nose looks like. So. <laughs> there perfect i love that i do the same thing except i use pinterest i'll find people on pinterest and so when people mm-hmm. ask me like who i cast it's like this lady on pinterest like i don't know who she is <laughs> she's pretty <laughs> that's who i that's who sometimes i sometimes you find the best people on pinterest though and i'm like what is your name like, i need your instagram handle <laughs> so bad yeah but yeah all right all right so you take the last one so what is next for 2022 Oh, I'm working on book three right now. It's mm-hmm. it's a struggle, but I am working on book three, which is going to be a second chance sports romance. <gasps> what sport? Um, soccer. Okay. I like a good soccer. It's going to be soccer and the heroine is the athlete. <gasps> oh yeah. I love that. We'd love a good goal. <laughs> um, I'm hoping I can get the whole rest of the series out this year. We'll see. That's we'll that's like th- that's four books. <laughs> it's three. It's oh, three. Wait, sorry, I'm, my math is so bad. You wrote two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Leave me alone. Sorry. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. That's three yeah. whole books. I know. I know. I'm oh, being yeah. really ambitious right now. <laughs> we'll you see. Know what I, you know what I hate more than anything is when you commit to something the year before and then the year comes up and you're like there's no way in hell I'm gonna be able to do that there's no way in hell. <laughs> so I've stopped putting in my books like coming late you know to that I've stopped putting that in me it's just uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll come when it comes I know soon can be four months soon could be two weeks it could be eight years we don't know you know like it's, it's okay who knows it comes yeah, when yeah, it I, comes I have people who will yeah yeah I have people who comment when is book three and I'm like when I write it someday (laughs) someday and you know what the worst thing is ever right it's like a mixture of like happiness and also just like impending dread when people will comment and be like 
like you release a book it's the day of the release and you know reader like i me as a reader i'll binge read a whole fucking series in one day you know and then you know they'll do that they'll read it on the release say binge it and then they'll they'll drop it on your your instagram and be like oh my god when is book three coming and you're like (laughs) you're like I just spent eight years of my life trying to get this book out to you and we're already worried about it's been one day people you gotta give me a breather you know and it's like it's it's that mixture of like happiness and pride that people are so excited to read the next book but also that dread where it's like shit I gotta write another book you know I know this wasn't the end this isn't my success (laughs) story I'm not are you not happy enough it's like god are you not entertained so that's how I feel. <laughs> exactly. All right. So uh, we're going to shift gears and move to writing questions, which is my section of the podcast. Um, even though I'm not doing very good of that right now, but it's fine. <laughs> um, are you a plotter, a pantser, or somewhere in between the word we like to call a planter? A planter. I am a planter. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, I, I plot because I do outline, mm-hmm. um, but my outlines are like, a general like this is a general direction of what I want each chapter to be and then I just start writing and they do their own thing yeah they just run away from me so I start out with a plan and then it usually goes left plan just (laughs) (laughs) I thought that I the lies we still went so well I plotted it and it was great and it stayed on track and everything was great and I thought yes this is the plotting method I will keep for every book and then this book fucked me up completely that's they were because like, Brooke's an, an asshole and just you know I think I genuinely think that that's what it is and I know that people think I'm crazy when I say this but as another author you'll understand what I'm talking about when I say that these characters are so like different from each other that like Alistair is very like in control of everything he's like he's the older one he's the protector mm-hmm. he's the one who takes charge and leads shit right so of course his shit went good in a plot and know? Brooke's like Godzilla <laughs> and destroys <laughs> Brooks and I read your book this weekend. I read The Lies We Steal and I fucking loved it. <laughs> oh my God. I, mean, I, right now. I loved you. it. And then I was like, oh my God, Brooks next. Oh, oh my God, right? <laughs> I okay, want to ask you. Then you understand what I'm talking about when I said that he's an impulsive mm-hmm. arsonist. So who the fuck knows yes. what he wants to do in his next chapter? You know, he wants to burn down a oh, church yeah. one day. He wants to, you know, be a nice guy the next. And I'm like, I can't fucking handle it. I can't fucking do it. And then Sage, the chick he ends up with, is like emotionally, like she doesn't like to think of herself as it, but she's one of the most emotionally driven women I have ever wrote, ever. And I'm like, this is a disaster. Y'all should never have ended up together. Y'all are too much. Y'all are too much. Yeah, it's like y'all are the worst in the best ways, but y'all are just, y'all making me hurt my head. So it's like, yeah, so I have no idea what's going to happen for the third one. Who knows? I might not even fucking do anything. I might just wing it all. (sighs) Oh, I have some ideas. I know. I I have some guesses in my head of where you're going. (laughs) Well, everybody's going to know, like, I was, I was got so, t- like, people were, like, messaging after the first one, and they're, like, who's that going to end up with? And people had guesses and yada, yada, yada. Um, mm-hmm. And people will know. You will know who Thatcher's going to end up with or might kill at the end of the book. <laughs> so it'll be fun. Um, I'm you know, so ready. All right. So do you have any interesting writing quirks? Like, do you, like, have to have a bag of Twizzlers when you're eating or, like, wear a pair of socks or something? Um, I have to have music playing so I have to have like whatever else is going on has to be drowned out yeah so I have to have music in my ear I can't listen to music when I read but I have to when I write so it's like this weird balance because I'm always rereading what I'm writing first and then writing so I'm like always switching yeah yeah, yeah. that's pretty much it I don't I don't have to wear like a specific thing I just have to be comfortable got you so do you ever like when you're writing do you ever find yourself like writing the lyrics you're like oh shit no beep 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 beep. (laughs) you hear me yeah can you hear me yeah okay so like do you ever like when you're sitting down and you're like listening to music and you're writing do you ever like find yourself like writing the lyrics and you're like oh shit no 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 back up (laughs) (laughs) I don't do that but I do end up like having a whole concert to myself (laughs) because I love to dance so like if a song comes on and I'm like really feeling it in the moment I'll be like oh 
oh, I could see them dancing to the song and I'll just get up and I'll start dancing, singing, having a whole damn concert. I <laughs> love wherever that. I'm writing. I'm, I'll be That's on the ridiculous. voice of my car. People are four chairs <laughs> turning around for me when I'm in the car. <laughs> oh my God, I belt it out in the car. Oh, me too. It's the best time to do it. Um, so yeah. what do you like to do when you're not writing besides, you know, dancing and, you know, singing in the car? <laughs> <laughs> um reading obviously yeah. and I'm like I'm a really fast reader too so I'm like COVID was actually really good for my reading game because yeah I right? wasn't doing anything so I'm just like reading 24 7. Oh I know same. fantastic I miss that um <laughs> also traveling I I wish I could do it more obviously but that's like one of my favorite things is just going to a new place I want to start yeah. incorporating like the places I go into my books that I haven't been to enough places I don't think feel that on spiritual levels then I got to google like shit about the you know and like I I try to find like bloggers who are like from the area who talk about like local yeah so it sounds like I'm a local but I'm really I've never even been to this place ever well if you ever want to write a book about where Natasha and I are from (laughs) we could easily be writers for this (laughs) yeah I would write a car accident in Baltimore that's what I would write (laughs) I'm not gonna go there (laughs) I um my series is set in Texas I have never been to Texas (laughs) listen I've never been to Texas either it's fine there's actually there actually is a Maryland author who actually does um a lot of like her her one series was Annapolis Mm -hmm. so Mm. she incorporated a lot about Annapolis Harbor and even restaurants that we would go to obviously when I was yeah in my 20s and we go to the bars down there but she incorporated so much of that and she actually had me read a bunch of it at one point because she knew I knew the area just just cheated yeah (laughs) I mean I think that honestly like I could never write about where I'm from because my place has like one stoplight like what what am you I gonna write? write? Small town romance, though, because it would be. You can write small town about what? Three subways, five dollar generals, and one stoplight, and a whole fuck ton of corn. Like, no, but wait, listen. You could write a dark romance set in a small town about who, like cool. who, ro- oh, like who robbed the Piggly Wiggly of the soap? Like, what freaking you know drug dealer got busted today? Like, that's that's. The, that's the place I live there's nothing I mean that's certain no parts quirky. of Baltimore City we can get into that <laughs> there's no there's no quirky little cute cup cut cupcake shop or you know grumpy handyman that works at the tires not, none oh of that it's all bad while we're on this topic so, though we're gonna we're gonna discuss something that MJ has said to me in the past and she when she oh came to Baltimore she, and we were talking about steamed crabs she said, oh, I had crabs in Boston. Natasha, please tell no, this girl that no, crabs no, in Boston no, are no. not the same thing. <laughs> no. Crabs anywhere besides here is like a crime. <laughs> no. A crime against seafood. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to have to try it. I'm All right. You, so people wait, you were here and you did Oh, uh, when I was in Baltimore, I was dealing with a wrecked car. Okay. <laughs> we got in a car accident on Baltimore Street. Baltimore oh, no. traumatized me. Oh, no. Natasha. I've she never been in a car accident in my life. <laughs> I never have been in a car accident in my life. I go to Baltimore one time. I wreck my car. <laughs> I get a ticket because my insurance had lapsed and I had no idea. And then I had to come back to Baltimore a second time for one day to go to court for that ticket. I drive all the way there. I book a hotel room, show up at court for the district attorney to look at me and say, oh, the police officer uh, has like quit his job, has quit his job. So, you know, we threw the ticket out. And I was like, you couldn't have fucking called me. You couldn't have fucking sent me a letter. It's just not a good time. But anywho, anywho, anyways, moving forward. Sounds about right. What's the weirdest thing that you've had to Google for a book? Um, uh, probably for book one, I did a lot. I, I wanted to know what made my villain tick. So I did a lot of searching between sociopaths and psychopaths oh, yeah. and like 
intermittent explosive disorder, things like that. (laughs) The the healing process for certain injuries, like oh yeah, bullet wounds and things like that. So I'm always Googling like how to hurt someone. (laughs) Are you the same way that when you Google these and you find out the real answers, you're like, oh my God, Hollywood does not this is not how it looked on TV. Like, what do you mean? I the car doesn't blow up if it wrecks. Like, what do you mean? You know? Yes, like, I'm like, that person. Yeah, it's like I watch. And, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I am one of those people that watches. Like, when you watch a movie that says based on a true story, I'm like googling. So I'm like, what facts did you fudge? Yeah, yeah. What true story? Here. Yeah, like where is the story? <laughs> And it's like, it's like I, in Scarface, I watched that man get shot like 20 times and he still fucking was going at it, you know? And then I Googled <laughs> it and it's like, yeah, your body could maybe handle like four. And it's like, well, what? That doesn't have fun. <laughs> I gotta make him a superhero? No, that's unfair. <laughs> no. He All right. Get shot so, more than four times. No, right? Like, did you guys not watch Scarface? So <laughs> anyways, all right, Stevie take the reading questions ma'am okay so what book has your favorite cover now this can be any of yours or any of somebody else's Ooh, hold on as she turns around <laughs> she does what i do I don't... <laughs> and she knows she knows where they're at and everything i know i know i love this cover <gasps> oh my god i love that that's stunning. i love the color so pretty and then um, Eve Casey's books, her All In series. Ooh, These covers yeah. are so pretty to me. And that's like a paint. I'm obsessed with that's them. Like paint. That's so pretty. Yeah. I'm obsessed with them. I'm, of course, obsessed with my own covers, too. Um, it's okay. We can't. And Hong Lee. Anything Ooh. she designs, I'm obsessed with. I love that. Love those covers. Mm-hmm. Those are good choices. I mean, I have no choice but to say the fact that. Uh, cat's discreet covers that you dropped today are my favorite <laughs> yeah those are good <laughs> they're <Very> so pretty <laughs> they got C's on them oh they're like i, I like the way that, that you tied them in it's called the mixtape series so they look like a cd and i thought that, that i was love cool. that and it's founded on goodbye Ooh. founded on temptation and founded on deception which will be out in early april i'm kind of jealous took it came up with it first honestly i know ashley 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 is insanely talented she is she's great and she's done a lot of so jealous when people can come up with those concepts oh Uh, yeah she uh so she was in a book box and they did I know I love them love that they're insane cover designers are amazing they're so Mm -hmm. they get like even people when we drop did the drop for uh the truths we burn people are still in shock over Cassie's talent with that cover dude Cassie's crazy with that shit dude I'm so glad I'm really bad I don't know if you're the same way but I'm really bad at conceptualizing like what's inside the book to kind of like put it on the cover and I'm really bad mm-hmm. at explaining to my cover designer what I want because like some of the times I don't know what I want like I know yeah. what the inside is sometimes it's really hard and I was like damn I'm so glad I found that pre-made like the lies we steal was a pre-made that I found on Cassie's website and Ooh. uh yeah and she like obviously changed the title and shit like that and then I just like yeah consecutively do the same thing for all four books with like different shit and I was like oh you're amazing she's so underutilized i love your covers thank you appreciate it all right moving forward what's the next one um what attracts you to a book the cover the blurb a recommendation or the title uh not the title i usually i can usually ignore the title um (laughs) normally (laughs) covers will draw me in because i i love a pretty pretty cover um, but lately I've been getting, I've been reading a lot of books because of TikTok. Like people will post book lines from a book and I'm like, I, I gotta read that. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. It gets me every time. That's why my TBR is so fucked up right now is like book talk. Talk. 
I can't do not like obviously with my job I post on my PA account because MJ knows this because her books are on there but I posted one for Jessica Marin the other day and now has over 900 views on it and I was like are your sales up on this (laughs) (laughs) talk is insane it's in it's it's it is and I love it it's a great monster it is yeah I love a good blurb too yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read them. I I didn't read them as much when I was a reader, but now that I'm an author, I know how hard people work on that shit. So yes, I gotta at least be like, yeah, I read it. You know, like you know, I read it. I know. Let them know that the blurb is great. You know, it was fantastic because I know how hard they are to fucking write. Blurbs are trash. I hate blurbs. I just so want to post the first chapter and then you know yeah. you guys go from there. That's what I want to do next time. I just want my blurb to be download a sample. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <try it. laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So who are some of your favorite authors to read? <laughs> so many. Um, Brittany Cherry is one of my favorite people. I love her. I love her. I I've love been reading her, her for so long. I love her so much. Everything she writes, I'm obsessed. I love um, Kennedy Ryan's definitely another one. Um, I have so many. Candy Steiner, love her. I love my life. <laughs> I love my life. Um, Candy's currently got COVID. So and then I've really been getting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Poor girl had to sell her sell her final Tom Brady tickets. <laughs> no. Um, I really love Andrea Hopkins. Um mm-hmm. and then I've been getting into more and more dark reverse harem, mafia, all that. So like I love Coralie June. Um I'm reading the uh Four Horsemen series right now. I'm obsessed. Ooh, so good, so good, so good. I'm like, when get get me to the next one. Yeah. I just started book two. Oh my god, I can't. My <laughs> swiping fast enough. You know? I know. Like, <laughs> I love it. Stevie, are you frozen? I was. Oh okay. I was like, oh. hello. I was like, what? <laughs> do you do you prefer e-reader or physical copies, or both? <laughs> both. I. I would say I love physical copies because I just love holding a, a book in my hand. Yeah. But the convenience of ebooks gets me so every good. time. To read it in the grocery and store. I, exactly. And I'm just like, I use my phone. I actually don't even have a Kindle. I use the Kindle app on my phone. Uh-huh, so I'm me like, too. yep. What's the next book? I can just flip it open right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what's next? I love it. I love it. Go- I like imagine and like some of these covers are risky you know they're a little risque and like imagine me at like walmart you know just like like okay this is the first book that i have next to me and it's saffron but like imagine like this hot man right and i'm just i'm just in walmart just you know like obviously they're gonna be like what the fuck are you reading i'm trying to think if i have any that would be like- <laughs> i'd be like let's be friends exactly, exactly. That. this is what i need to do so better. i can make more friends yeah All right, exactly so- we are going to uh, shift to the last section of the podcast, which is trope questions. This is our favorite section of questions. We love these. So what's your favorite trope to write and why? Obviously, I know you only have two books, but I guess like if you, your favorite trope to write and you can maybe say like favorite trope in the future that you would like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I have, um, I loved writing the surprise pregnancy. I don't know if I'd write it again because I love the way I did it this time and I don't just want to write the same story yeah um but I really liked writing romantic suspense so I would love to do more of that in the future um I have plans for a bunch of tropes for the rest of this series I pretty much was like I'm gonna do a different trope for each book since this is my first series I wanted to like try out different things um so I have a lot planned right now the one I'm writing is a second chance and I'm loving that I love a good second chance me too in a second chance is like everything. Mm-hmm. Every flashbacks. Oh, 
I'm loving it. Yeah, and I also that I can't remember who I was talking to about this, but I really love watching the way different authors write like second chance, you know, because there's so many mm-hmm. ways you can go about it. You can do flashbacks, you can start in the beginning and then end where it yep. ends. Or, you know, you can you can do it in so many different ways, but it's all like yeah. the same emotional intensity. And I love that. Love it. Yeah. It's it's been a lot of fun. So I definitely think I'll do more of those. Exciting, exciting. All right, CB go. What's one trip you would eventually like to write and why? I want to write a mafia. <laughs> I want to write ah! a mafia really bad. I, love I do. I, we I love mafia. I, so. <laughs> I love, love mafia. reading them, but I was always like, that's a little too involved, like the world building. But now I'm like, no, I could definitely do that. Oh, yeah. And, and I so think I the, want to. The good thing about doing like mafia or like dark romance, you can write about so many more things than just like the actual romance itself. It bulks yes. your book up by so much, you know, like mm-hmm. world building takes up a lot of fucking wordage. Yes. Which I like. I know. I, I really want to do it. I'm working my way up to it. I'm I've excited. already started like planning ideas. You got to let me know when it happens. I, I got you. <laughs> Give me like five years, but <laughs> I'll re- I'll be ready. I'll be ready. All right. So okay. what is one trope you'll never write? Or if you're the person that's like, never say never, what's like the furthest one on your list? Um, I probably would never write a reverse harem only because I love to read them, but I don't think I could write it. I don't think I could do yeah. it justice. Um, so that's probably something I would leave to the experts. I'll read I'm not, those. I'm not an expert by any means, but I have to, I'm not, I don't have to, but I'm going to write. That's my next one. My next series oh. is Reverse Harem because yes. people, people who reviewed The Lies We Steal, they were like, oh, I, you know, I low-key wish this was a Reverse Harem, yada, yada, yada. And I, and I was always writing The Lies We Steal. It's like, I could see how a Reverse Harem could work. Not with these guys, not with these boys. Cause they don't, <laughs> and, and you know, and you know, I was I was like reading those reviews. It's like, oh, I wish this was reverse harem. I was like, do you did you just not read Alistair's character at all? Yeah. Like, did you just not did you just not know like the whole reason why he hates like everything? So like he is like mine is mine always. Oh yeah. Like no, I don't see that for him. But not uh, with these okay. guys. But I can understand how it could definitely work. I think the hardest thing about going to be about reverse harem is the sex scenes, you know, organizing all those body parts. That's a lot of body parts to sort. I can't even read read it because there's too many body parts. I couldn't read it all day. (laughs) Me too. Cassie, Seal Matthews has a reverse harem series that has seven men in the harem. And you would think seven, and you would think that the the sex seems to be jumbled, but no, you know where everybody's hand, foot, ankle, and appendage is located, and it's amazing. <laughs> Kudos to her. I so my great sex scenes for just my two people. I'm always like, physically, is that possible? What I just said, <laughs> and I like try to like, flex myself. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm like, do I bend that way? Because I'm not flexible at all. So I'm like, if I can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no joke. This is like in the most non-sexual way ever. But I was writing a, a sex scene. One, it wasn't even a sex scene. It was like he was like doing some shit to her outside of a bar. And I, <laughs> I got my partner in here, and I was like, "Listen, I just need, I just need you to like kneel in front of me, so I can see that like our areas line up in the cur- like if this is legit, like this would happen this way." And he was like, "What in the <laughs> fuck are you writing?" I was like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> love it i mean you gotta think remember how how cat would describe how she wrote founders on goodbye with the bar scene Mm -hmm. and she's like i had to physically see if you could have sex on a ballet bar googles it and then she googles it (laughs) and then and then here we go we go start writing founded on temptation she starts googling her sex ideas for that and gets pregnant I know joke. I do this, and I recommend it to people. Obviously, if you don't have a problem with it, I recommend it to people. I watch porn for educational purposes, like to be better at writing <laughs> sex scenes. Like I will, I, I'm not even joking you. I will literally pull up, you know, whatever, a video, an X-rated video and like pull up a document next to it and, and not even anything about my characters, but I'll just write what's happening. I'll just be like, this is happening. <laughs> 
this is and I feel like it helps me write it helps me be a better writer when it comes to smut <laughs> scenes you know because it's like okay so this is how this looks and this is what this is doing yeah it helps so I recommend it to people like definitely like the, the, write the re, watch the porn people watch it I feel like people think it's easy because like people have sex every day so they're like you know what this is I'm like no but like I have to describe it to you exactly I, I need get you in the moment I need you to see it I know what it looks like yeah. I need you to see it and I, I need you hard. to see what I'm painting here yeah it's like and this shit's hard that shit's hard man that's fucking hard because you're like how long does it last how long does he last what does she do like what do we like you know like I literally was oh my god scene and uh we were in a sprint room and everybody was like oh how much longer we got and I was like I just have to make this guy nut and we're good and like but I was like <laughs> I have no idea how long how long it's gonna take you know because what if he, have you ever gotten to that have you ever gotten to this part where you're writing them and you did like a lot of foreplay uh, readers love foreplay everybody loves foreplay right but like mm-hmm. you finally get to the actual penetration part and you're like well shit what? how long do I have yes. this go on yeah and I, I always know how I'm always like damn I don't think penetration lasts nearly as long as the foreplay does but you know no. whatever and it's there's fine. always a balance between like when the sex scenes go on too long and I'm like I don't I don't want to get there but I don't want it to be too short I don't want to leave yeah. them wanting you ever be like <laughs> reading you're like reading and you're like oh that's a great sex scene and you next chapter still the same sex scene you're like still oh, the God, same sex scene. we're like and Whoa. we're going this man has I'm libido like, i'm tired from reading this yeah, yeah i know she is god i know she's tired so like this is like jesus but i i at the same time i still kind of love it so it's fine um all right so cb asked the last question so if you were in a book what trope would you want for your story um age gap oh we love it (laughs) that's my that's my favorite one of my favorite tropes to read so I would definitely want age gap for sure I love a good um yeah I would say grumpy sunshine (laughs) because I love a good grump but I'm not like much of a sunshine but I would be in a book just to make the trope work yeah just to make it work you know (laughs) I'd extra bubble myself up yeah, yeah, I'd be like a little fucking bopping around with my little fucking poop poop all, all the time if it meant that like it was gonna attract the attention of like the Brody hero or whatever. Oh I yeah. Would do it. All right. Perfect. So that is our last question for you. You've been such an amazing co-host, and we want to thank you so much for coming on with us. This was super fun. Um, we're gonna leave you a few minutes to kind of talk about you. If you have a book coming up or anything like that, a sale, cover reveal, whatever, let our listeners know and uh, tell them where to find you. Okay, I'm still in the middle of writing book three, but I will tell you since it, you already know who they are if, you, if you've read book two, um, they'll be about Kai and Olivia. Olivia is a professional soccer player. Kai is a physical therapist. She gets injured, they'll work together. So that's, that's the basis of, uh, of book three. I'm hoping that'll come out in April or May, but we'll see. Um, no cover reveal <laughs> plan just yet. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Natasha Bishop Writes and TikTok <laughs> at author Natasha Bishop. Um, and my Facebook reader group, I have Natasha Bishop's Bish Brigade. I, I love that because it's so much. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, I took it from uh, from New Girl. Um, okay. Winston Bishop, Winnie the Bish. So I'm like, <gasps> Natasha Bishop, Natasha the Bish. That's great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So once again, thank you so much for coming. You were great. And we hope to chat Thanks with you again soon. Me. Thanks for having me, guys.